Bailey with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. How important is a healthy locker room to the overall success or lack thereof of an NBA team? I think it's vital. That doesn't mean everybody has to get along or will get along, but I think there has to be some leadership that can calm the waters when things aren't going right, and it's not always the coach. It has to be players that know how to lead, and it doesn't have to be totally vocal all the time, but it's nice to have strong voice or voices in the locker room of guys that have the respect of their teammates, especially when things are not going so well. And it also comes from the top. The coach is a part of that locker room as well. So I think it's a vital part in today's NBA. Former Utah quarterback, Troy Williams, for you coming from out of state, how long did it take you to really understand how important it was to the fan bases? I don't think I really understood it until the game like started. To me, I got a pick, I want to say, maybe around the first or second play. I mean, the atmosphere was already crazy. But when he caught that pick, that was probably the top five loudest I've heard the whole stadium. And no, they were pretty physical that year, so I just got the tempo from them and then thought to myself, like, man, you guys take it serious. It's not a game at all. <laughs> from the Pac-12 Network, Roxy Bernstein. That's South Division, Roxy. How long can Utah hang out at the top of this thing? How long will it take USC and UCLA to get their stuff together? Well, I, I think UCLA will be better this year. They went 3-9 and nine last year, but I don't know if it'll translate into wins just because how difficult their schedule is. But they have so many starters back. So many young guys got experience for them. I do believe they're trajecting upward. And with USC, the hot topic around the Trojans, not just the job status of Clay Helton, is he on the hot seat? The talent level is there with USC. And there's cautious optimism, I think, for the Trojans that they could be better this year. But when you look at that schedule and the way it lays out and the rumors swirling around Helton and his job status, it's going to be difficult for them. Margin Hooks, former BYU receiver. BYU, one of the things that we wondered about last year, Margin, was where are the playmakers on this team? How can they become reliable receivers that a quarterback can have faith in to throw them the ball, trust them? I think it has to do with the, the mindset and also the demand that coach has of his players. I don't believe there should be some eight-receiver rotation and all that. When I played, I didn't come out the game. I wasn't about to come out the game. Matter of fact, on fourth down, even if it wasn't the formation I was in on, the coach on two occasions would call a timeout and put me in because he knew you're going to go make the play. So it's a mindset. It's a mentality. David Locke, we talked about Donovan's role on the Jazz coming up. Do you expect him to be as aggressive as he's ever been, even more so than what we've seen in the past, even though he's going to have more help at the offensive end? He took 19.9 shots a game last year. I hope he takes 19.9 shots again this year. I have no problem with his usage. I think there'll be easier shots. I think there'll be better shots. I think there'll be less force than they were a year ago. I have no problem with his usage or his shot volume being exactly the same as it was last year. And, you know, I hope he's a bit more efficient. As I've said, would like to get rid of that floater. The fact that he took the second most amount of shots of anyone in the league other than Pascal Siakam in the paint non-restricted area, I would like to see go away. And he now has teammates that are good enough so he can continue that dribble through the lane on the Nash dribble and get it out to other people. I think what really gets exciting about the Jazz, and I'm keeping Donovan at that usage rate, is if Donovan can go create things for everybody else. Is everybody ready? Let's get rolling. 
This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Welcome in. It is The Big Show with me, Gordon Monson. And today we have a special treat. Craig Bowlerjack is sitting in for the vacationing, the still vacationing, Jake Scott. That's one hell of a long vacation. He's, he's sunning himself at the beach, I think. Toast. Having, having a good time. And Bowler... Uh, Welcome in. It's man. great. It, it's great to see you, Gordo. It's you look nice, relaxed, tan. Looks like summer's treating you well, my friend. <laughs> it's the big show, old it, time. It is a big show. Back again. So you can't get rid of me. You can't. <laughs> You're like the boomerang effect. Man. <laughs> you toss me, and I come right back at you, man. And by the way, and when you do, you usually cut my head off, but that's all right. <laughs> I love the sounds of the week. And uh, by the way, they're brought to you by Diamond Parking, Diamond Airport Parking, top of the wire, begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car to curb service 24-7. Airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, plus no one beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save. Diamond Airport Parking. And by the way, can I also say that we're in the Taj Mahal of uh, spas? <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we're hanging out today. Come by and see us, by the way. Bull Frog Spas, the factory, this is where it all happens. This is where it's hometown made here yeah. in Salt Lake City. Yeah. And we're at 14600 South and 668 West. And we'll be here uh, until 6 o'clock. So if you'd like to come by and take a look at one of the models, factory discounts on all models plus an additional grand special day, Labor Day rebate, and financing starts at just 99 bucks OAC. We'll have more throughout the day about yeah. Bullfrog spas, but it's a it's a it's a great spot. Oh man, you don't have to convince me because I bought one of these spas long before I knew Dan or any of the guys down here, and uh, I love it. I love it. My family loves it. We use it all the time. It's. Uh, Do you have like one of those Gordo? I mean, I think people would probably expect you to have like a stereo, <laughs> a big screen, uh, big screen. You know, like you, you know the temperatures. I mean, and it's a walk in and walk out. And look at all these jets. It's amazing. I know. See those things right there? They're jet packs, and those are <laughs> you can switch them around. And ah. You can take them out and replace them, or you can do whatever you want. I yeah. like it. I like it's it. It's really sweet. Have and to that's turn why, that one on later. That's why I'm always in such a good mood. Uh, yeah, you are a softy. <laughs> yeah, you, you know what it is. You know what they say here: peaceful, peaceful body, peaceful mind, peaceful home. That is all about the Monson home. <laughs> is that not? That's am it. I not a walking example? That's a definition of, that? of Think, this. That's definition. You that's, remember what it was like before I had my spa? It was I hell. Was a, <laughs> it was hell. Absolutely. The old days. People remember. People remember the old days at another place, another time. You had to put up with me. It every was ridiculous. Every freaking day. Oh, brutal. Yeah. Well, I'm, but fun. Uh, I'm a new man. Yes, now. you are. Today, uh, Bowler, we're going to have uh, we're going to have Chad Lewis, former BYU tight end, and uh, I think he's associate AD down there these days at four o'clock. We'll, we'll ask him. We'll, we'll ask him what his exact title is, and then uh, former BYU quarterback Tanner Mangum. Will join us in the five o'clock hour. Uh, I know Tanner pretty well. Yeah, you do. He married my daughter. Yes, you so. do know him well. Anyway, so uh, by the way, just to, just to piggyback on that comment, when I went to the reception, and thank you for the invite. Uh, it was really great to kind of get him uh, in a situation, talk with him outside of the lines a bit, you know, and uh, down to good earth guy. Yeah, and uh, so it's. It, 
great-looking couple, by the way. Oh, well, thanks for coming. And Bowler, if I can serves, throw, I can throw deeper than him. <laughs> I mean, he have, should know that. You have uh, you have <laughs> such a celebration coming up in your family. Yeah, too, yeah, man. just a couple three weeks out, man. First first guys walking down the aisle. Nick is getting Nick, hitched. Uh, Nick and uh, the beautiful Anna, Anna yeah. Bence. Yeah. Well, yeah. we always are the lucky ones, aren't we? We are. Nick's the lucky one. <laughs> anyway, well, thanks for sitting in today, Bowler. I appreciate it. And uh, why, don't we, uh, why don't we start things with uh, what we do uh, on Friday? Well, it's called Gordon's List, and I, I listen Fridays when I'm in town, obviously. And I will have to say it's presented by Tim Daly Southtown. Yeah. Uh. And I uh, hang out at Southtown quite a bit, yep. Auto Mall. That's kind of my hangout. Oh. But, yeah. So, Gordon, I tell you, I love your list. Let's just break it down, kick around a lot of topics today, and uh, entertain the masses, hopefully. And-, and now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know, we're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Craig Bolajack will join us and we'll talk some jazz basketball and he'll solve the air pollution problem in Utah. Craig Bolajack will tell us the best way to remove splinters and Craig Bolajack will join us and he'll teach us how to make candles out of used kitchen grease. Craig Bolajack will join the big show and he'll teach us how to tie both shoes with one hand. Craig Bolajack will give us the secrets to his killer tapioca pudding recipe. Craig Bolajack will show us how to make emergency candles out of earwax. Bolajack will join us and he'll teach us the correct methodology for our bikini wax. Craig Bowler Jack will join us and he'll take us on a tour of the stars in Hollywood. Bowler will teach us how to build a fire with pocket lint and a flashlight. Craig Bowler Jack will join the show and he will teach us how to fix that itch that so many people are suffering from. Craig Bowler Jack will join the big show and he's going to teach us how to polka. Craig Bowler Jack is in Vegas and he'll teach us the secret to winning at Pie Gal Poker. Craig Bowler Jack will explain to us in detail why he freezes his underwear during the summer months. Well, in honor of Pioneer Day, he will teach us how to churn butter and maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe square dance. Jazz play-by-play man Craig Bowlerjack will join the big show and he'll teach us more lawn maintenance. Craig Bowlerjack will join the big show and he will teach us the appropriate way to wield a banana knife. Craig Bowlerjack, the voice of the jazz, will join us and he will, folks, teach us how to twerk. TV voice of the jazz, Craig Bowlerjack, will teach us how to sing a cappella. Craig Bowlerjack will join the big show and he will teach us to play the fiddle and bang the drum. Craig Bowlerjack will join the big show and he will teach us how to pick out, how to punch, and how to carve a pumpkin. Craig Bowlerjack will join us. He'll teach us how to whistle with a dry mouth and chapped lips while paddling a canoe upstream into a 50 mile per hour headwind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a whole lot of instruction there, boy. It's been a busy year. <laughs> Better get started. <laughs> oh, I'd forgotten about those. That's pretty funny. Those stuff. are great, man. Those are fun. Yeah, the earwax emergency <laughs> emergency candles with uh, made out of uh, your own earwax. Are we MacGyver? Yeah, you never know. You never know when it comes in handy. Some scotch tape, maybe. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, that was funny. And whistle nice with work, whistle into a fifty mile an hour headwind, paddling a canoe, chap lips. When was the last time you paddled a canoe? Classic. Long time. I paddled, but it's been a while. Yeah. 
How long? <laughs> a long time. <laughs> Were you a kid? <laughs> no, actually, um, took the kids on a on a on a river uh, little rafting trip, and the river didn't move. So guess who did all the paddling? <laughs> Old pops. <laughs> There was no current? No current. Dead oh, as could man. be. So a lot of turtles up there baking in the sun. It was one hot day down at the Ozarks. Let me tell you that right now. What was the one thing you had to say before we went into that montage? You said, I got one thing. Oh, uh, you know what? I'm going to save it. Okay. I'm going to save it. All right. I'm going to save That's it. That's fine. Well, Bullard, as you know, uh, big game, uh, six days away now. Yeah, the clock is uh, is clicking, and I like it. Yeah, Utah and BYU. Is it, first of all, you and I always talk and always have talked about what football means to us personally and uh, you played football at a, in college and uh, and uh, had a good experience in high school as well but you talk when you talk about getting excited about football you talk about the the the, uh, the tangible stuff the, the the kind of stuff that people who are on the field know about and some folks off it might not yeah, it's, it's like the smell of shoulder pads. It's, it's everything. <laughs> it's it's sweat. It's it's the smell of the grass. It's it's uh, paint. It's chalk. It's it's uh, it's really it's, it's the snap of the helmet and, he, and and how you become one on the field. Wow. I mean, it's I, I tell you when when I had a chance to play, uh, it's really bizarre. And I think guys who did play the game and and some women who have played obviously um, at different levels. Uh, you you kind of look out through your face mask, and there is a sense of non destructibility. You are the dis- you are the destroyer. Mm-hmm. You know, inside the helmet, looking out, uh, and until you get hurt. Until right? you get hurt, yeah. And then all of a sudden, the, the the lights come on, and you wake up, and you realize you're not. You are vulnerable, and I think that's the thing an athlete hates to hear, because. I never once in my mind ever believed that injury would be a part of 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 the game, but I learned the hard way that it, it is. And look at players who never make it to the next level who are injured early in a career and can't recover from it, and boom, you're out the door. And all you could do, like me, is talk about what was. But it was a great experience. And you know what? Also, the concept of some team uh, and, and how you bring it into your into your life and into the way that you uh, handle yourself. I mean, some people make you know a little bit of you know laugh at that, but in reality, when you spend time on a football field in heat and humidity, and you watch each other suffer, and I know that sounds crazy, but there's something that comes ab- comes about that in any sport uh, that anyone participates in, it tests yourself. And that's one th- I like the test. I, I, I kind of thrived on the test to see if I could. And I, I enjoyed it. I, and I enjoyed the, camar- the camaraderie of, of the locker room, the huddle. Uh, you build a lot of friendship. And honestly, I know it's been overstated, but you do, you do learn life's lessons, I think, on uh, how you perceive yourself, but also how you perceive others and what the team concept truly means. I know you're a safety-minded guy, but your kids played football. Did you ever worry about it? All the time. Every minute. But it's to you, obviously, you must have thought it was worth it. Um, you know what? They made, some, they made some big decisions on their own. I never pushed. I was never pushed into playing any sport. I just wanted to, and, and my folks said, go for it. Uh, I think I told you the story. I had to buy a helmet. To prove, to prove that I was serious, I went to a garage sale <laughs> to buy used football equipment in eighth grade. 
Now, that wouldn't pass mustard today the way that, uh, you know, uh, the officials all look at and making sure that helmets and pads are all safety qualified. But I had to prove uh, to my folks that I really wanted to play. My dad played, never lost a game in high school, and oh, won really? four consecutive state championships. Was he a running back? Running back, that? punter, and, uh, and, 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 a, and place kicked. So he was kind of multifaceted, had one semester at the University of Missouri, and then came home, married my mom, and then he got drafted during mm-hmm. the Korean War. Uh, so, you know, it's it's uh, you have to love to play or there's no reason to play. Uh, you know, sometimes I saw guys that I played with that were forced into it uh, by by dads who, mm-hmm. again, as we know, live vicariously through their, their kids many times, male, female. And uh, sometimes it was tough to see. But if you love the game uh, and you like to be on the field and you like that that test and the camaraderie, then I'm all for it. My kids actually gave up football to go into lacrosse. Oh. And they both re- two of the three were able to play at the collegiate level. Uh, and it was fun. It was fun to see them ex- succeed at that level, too. Two, two uh, responses to what you just talked about, Bowler. The first one is I don't remember if you remember me talking to you about uh, George Curtis, the former trainer down at BYU, who suffered himself a bunch of injuries, but that, that's a whole other story. But he used to tell, tell me, I remember talking to him at length, and he said that when the trainer is the first one out there who gets to the, when, when, a, when an athlete gets hurt, and he said so many of them think they are immortal. Oh, and, and those who have not suffered a serious injury of any kind, he said he, he would be the first one to them, and he'd look into their eyes and see almost a shock. Yes. Like, wait, this yes. doesn't happen yes. to me. I, I, I know exactly. Yes. And yes. you've been there. I've you been know there. what it's like to Well, have... I, I've been there when the doctor came out and asked me all the questions. Like, what happened? Uh, can you get up? Uh, and I wanted to. And then... Uh, to make a long story short, when you see your leg about three inches to the right and it shouldn't be there, uh, then you pull a thigh pad and all of a sudden it's a hinge and it comes back. You go, what happened to me? And so there is, I think there is a fear. I think a probably shock is the best word. And then the realization is that um, maybe that, that uh, cocky strength uh, and and uh, invincibility is not what it's all you know what it's all meant to be. I think you really life's lesson then hits you hard hmm. because the next thing that happens is for most athletes is the loneliness of coming back by yourself and the team goes on without you. That's the most difficult part, the mental part of of rehab. And do you have it? Do you have what it takes to push yourself forward? And that's the, one of the most important parts of a guy who makes the recovery or a woman in any sport to say, because you're left alone. And if you don't have it within to rehab, then you're done. When you were involved in team sports still, I know you've had surgeries since then, but when you were on a team, how many surgeries, Bowler? Uh, seven. And so you made that journey a lot. Many times. A lot of times we, we talk about these guys, so, so-and-so, ACL or whatever, uh, shoulder problem, and we just, uh, it's, a, it's a part of the game. We just sort of move on with it, but we, we don't really stop to think about no. the human journey that you just talked about. And I, I think about that with Dante Exum all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I think that's what intrigues me about him coming back this year is where his mind is because, you know, physically we see uh, the athletic abilities that he's given us, you know, he's flirted with 
you know, the fans with. We've seen it, what he can do, but can he stay on the floor? And mentally, is he prepared to really go out and go through the rigors again? The biggest thing, too, when you come back is in any athlete who's, been, who's had a major injury, it happened to Kobe, it's going to happen to uh, uh, obviously Kevin Durant. Uh, when he comes back, you have got to take that first hit and, and hit the floor and realize that you are back. Until you do, you play scared. If you play scared, you get hurt. And you have to go totally a clear mindset to get back to where you were. It's almost as though people view athletes who do get hurt like, you know, and it can, you know, people can be pretty mean about that. Oh, sometimes. yeah. In Dante, this day and age? There, there's a lot of uh, people, when you say Dante Exum, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh, injury plague. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, that's some sort of, man, he's got a problem. Gordon, here's the other part now in our world today is the money that is spent and invested. I mean, Cam gets hurt, foot sprain, right? People are questioning why is he even on the floor. I was going to ask you about that today, and we can discuss it more and more. But you, how, how much are you, as an owner are you supposed to protect a player, but you pay him to play? Yeah. So where where's the line you cross when you finally say, okay, I know preseason there's, it's very anti you know, but you have to – most of these guys are in shape for 12 months out of the yeah. year. When I was working with Bob Greasy and Nat Moore and Kim Bocamper uh, and, and, and Buonacani, who just passed away, yeah. on the Dolphins uh, preseason package that I did for seven years, Greasy always said, look, man, we all came back to camp out of shape because we rested our bodies. And now you have to be in shape. Many are fine, mostly, mostly linemen who come back and tip the scales above and beyond. Those guys always said, look, man, we took time off to rest. And that's the best thing we did. They had six to seven preseason games in those days. And that's how those guys all found themselves in shape. Now we're at a point in time where three or four games they feel is too many. And the question is, how then do you get in shape or in sync with the team? The Jazz are going to be facing the same thing in the preseason here in about a month's time. Uh, you, know, you need Conley and Donovan on the floor, right? But you also risk. You also risk what happened to Cam Newton, and that's a foot sprain. And they say now today they hope to have him back by week one. Maybe, maybe not. The big show rolls back after this on 1280 The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Joined now by Kyle Gunther, the former Ute. Utah BYU in an opener. Does it fire it up anymore, or are guys out of their minds for openers because they can't wait to get to a game anyway? I think for the Utes, this fires them up a lot more because a year ago they were clearly overlooking BYU. I don't think the Utah defense expected BYU's offensive line to be as good as they were a year ago. So I feel like the Utes were caught off guard, and overall they didn't play a good enough game last year for the first three quarters. So I think because it's not only an opener, but because the Utes want some payback for how embarrassed they should be for the way they played early on in that game. I think that's the motivation for the youth this year. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance. Reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Welcome back. It is the big show, the old big show. Not not old, old like we're old, but just the, the former, the original big show. Hey, you don't have a cane, do you? <laughs> no. I don't. Craig Bowler, Jack, alongside 
filling in. Hey, band of the day. I, I dig what you guys do. It's a band of the day, local band Friday, the Signal Sound. It's a four-piece rock band from Utah. You can find them on iTunes or Spotify right now, the Signal Sound. Sounds good to me. You know what? If I had one thing I wish I could do on a bucket list. Would you be a rock star? I'd like to just be on stage one night and play guitar and just just play. And be good? Be, well, I, I don't <laughs> I don't People would be throwing tomatoes like, get off the stage, pal. No, I'd like to be able to just, like it's like a Hagar, oh. right? Or I'm, I'm sorry, like Van Halen. You, okay. know, say, uh, you know, Eddie, Eddie Van Halen. Just play. That, just play. Uh, just play. Huh? Yeah, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Bowler, uh, we're down here at Bullfrog Spas, and we'll talk with Dan in a minute. Uh, but uh, some sad news today. Tom Nasalki, the Jazz's first coach, and when they were in Utah, passes away at age 87, which is a pretty good run, 87 years. But yeah, we've, you and I, we've known, we knew Tom for for uh, 20, however long, oh, you know. forever. Yeah, forever. Tom did some radio on multiple stations around with the jazz. I remember Tom, uh, you know, filling in, jumping in when I first started doing radio after I left Channel 5 and went to CBS. Uh, just a, a terrific person, dry humor. Uh, he he uh, he loved that interview at halftime with Coach Phil Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was kind of his baby to kind of break down what what the Jazz, what had happened, and what was happening, uh, or the, he he thought would happen in the second half. But you know, I kind of just want to just tell the family, you know, uh, and send out our our, our best uh, to the Nasalkis, uh, his daughter Holly, and the rest of the family. I got to know them and. And uh, it's a tough time. But, you know, you're right. 87 and change, uh, that's a lottery win. Mm-hmm. And, and Tom, I, I hope people understand there's a lot of pieces in this jazz franchise. Frank Layden, uh, obviously Larry and Gale, uh, Sam Battistone, and, uh, and S- Coach Sloan, and Hot Rod, and Dave Fredman. And it's it just how it all became is really it's almost for a movie i mean it's amazing from new orleans and to to the utah jazz and and frank making the you know the comment what time's the game what time can you be here i mean that thing just will you know live on forever but tom was the guy the fan the fan club was a terrorist group there for a while (laughs) you know and and tom came here uh you know and really just kind of took the reins and i think was difficult it was difficult yeah, but still was an ABA and NBA coach of the year. People can't forget that. Uh, and, you know, uh, he, he had an incredible run throughout uh, the ABA and the NBA. And I was looking, you know, he coached in Seattle. Uh, he was in the ABA with the Dallas Chaparrells. Uh, you know, the Jazz, he also was with Houston, had a great year with the Rockets. Uh, won 49 games back in the 76-77 campaign. I mean, he was um, very iconic around the basketball world, and um, he'll be missed. Uh, yeah, and, a, and a great guy. Yeah, Love the game. Gentleman. Love the game. And that's, you know what, that's a key word, gentleman. That's what he was. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, we all felt like Tom was a friend, you know. And, but the thing about Tom was he, he didn't sugarcoat it, man. No. He, he would tell you exactly how he felt about it. And that's not always the most common thing. Well, I think one line I was reading today on Twitter was uh, something about uh, someone had quoted. <laughs> Maybe it was Austin. Maybe it was Scotty G uh, who was saying that one thing he remembered was when the Minnesota Timberwolves were warming up. Damn, they look bad in warm-up. I mean, it, it, I mean that's right. That's kind of the, the definition of Tom Nasalki. Uh, uh, sorry, it's a sad day, but I have to laugh because I have fond memories. Oh, just, absolutely. Just talking to the man. So uh, best wishes to his family, Bowler. 87. 
All right. So BYU and Utah, six days away, as we said. Uh, a couple of issues here, Bowler, and I've been talking about various issues all week. I wrote a column about it and listed some of the things. But Tyler Huntley, do you think he can become the effective quarterback he might be capable of becoming? Because he's he's a fine athlete. He's yeah. put on the muscle. He's put on some weight. Said he had four meals by noon. <laughs> Lucky dog. <laughs> That's a, that's Tuesday for us. Right? No, but he would just sort of he just sort of building himself up. And I, when you see an athlete like him, you think, man, okay, just figure the offense out and make this thing sing. Do you think he can do it? I I I think he has to. I mean, they're ranked 14th in the country for a reason because obviously defensive front is very impressive. Moss is he- is healthy. They expect him to be the the carrier. Of, of the pigskin, of the rock, whatever you want to Twenty-five times a game. Maybe 30. It yep. depends. And you know what? Huntley has the ability to run outside the tackles as well and make some plays happen, and that's what quarterbacks have to do. Uh, and, you know, and Zach down at BYU is a 6'3 guy, about a little maybe 200 pounds. Uh, who and, can move. And who can move too. So, uh, you know, the days of just standing in the pocket, you got to be able to move. you got to have a, a run game. Hopefully that offensive line for both teams are going to uh, be productive. Uh, but, again, I, 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 you know, until the season starts, on paper, like the Jazz, I think there's a lot of talent that's lined up, especially up on the hill. And, again, that's why you get a 14th ranking. And also the pressure's on big time. I mean, look, Coach Witch. Witt, the, the hunted, not the hunter. Yeah, yeah. Witt, mm-hmm. Witt's been there. I mean, they played Bama and, and, and won in the Sugar Bowl. They, they've had big games. Uh, but this is maybe now where they're pointing to them saying, okay, you're no longer the rookie of the Pac-12. You're now a major player. And that really is an important factor for other people to respect your depth because when you first jumped into the Pac-12, what was the biggest issue? I'm not sure about their twos. I'm not, I really yeah, don't have any depth. faith about their threes. Mm-hmm. And the depth now has been taken care of, and this team is loaded. Uh, but, again, you have to go out and perform, and they've got to be able to, I think, offensively, the, the issue with, with Utah is letting leads slip away late. And also, can you score in the 20s and, 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 and flirt with 30-point nights and dominate teams? Because there were t- nights in, that, the, that Utah has failed to do so. They've let those leads, leads slip away. That's where I think you put the pressure uh, where Huntley will feel the pressure is to guide this team and push them over the top with the help from Moss as well. Yeah, because if you're going to be giving the ball to Moss a lot, like we've mentioned, but there are going to be times when defenses load up in the box and uh, and you got to make them pay for that. And so when I th- consider Tyler Huntley, I think classic example of a quarterback, Steve Young was this way, who is a good enough athlete that when – uh, a certain receiver is covered. You, t- you take you take matters into your own hands and you just take off running. Yes. And and Steve used to talk about that. That he said he used to compare it to uh, conducting a, 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 an orchestra, and you have to get to a point where you know when to give up on a pass play, when to take off, when to go through your progressions, spread the ball around, don't try and do everything yourself, even though you think you can, but don't because not only will defenses gang up on you, not only do you have an opportunity to get hurt, but I think your receivers who are out there busting their humps trying to get open might 
stop trying to get open so hard, you know? Yeah. yeah, you know what? You bring up a great point, though. You have to they, – he has to have respect for his other weapons and go to them. Look, he can't handle this all by himself yeah. during, a, during a, a course of a season or he won't make it past week three. So that, that would be the other issue is to stay healthy, be smart. And I think through the system, I think – Coach Witt and the new offensive coordinators, I mean, he's gone. Look, they've had a lot of those coordinators up on the hill, right? So (laughs) Steady parade. Steady parade of in and out, revolving doors. So, look, hopefully this fits his style better and that he's able to be a smarter quarterback. Look, great quarterbacks have that innate ability to read defenses and know when to escape. Ty Detmer comes to mind. He did so much with so little. I'm talking about ability and body size and arm strength and being able to just kind of sling that sling the rock whenever it was necessary. Plus, he had some tight ends that were pretty good as well and just had the weapons. I'm not sure what Covey's status will be in week two to three to four, but, you know, eight, nine months out now off that ACL, maybe he does play a factor. But he's going to have to maybe develop another besides a Zach Moss, Gordon, and same at BYU and with Wilson, is you have to start to develop talent and almost find a guy that you believe in and make him a star. If you can get, in, you know, again, getting the ball to him and making things happen. And so a quarterback I think has to trust him. Has to trust. Or else he won't, kill, he won't look at it. Absolutely. He'll, he'll, he'll look him off. off in the progressions. Yeah. And you see that all the time. You know, players get frustrated when they say, hey, look, I'm here. But if you drop a ball and, and you're not running the right route or, uh, you know, teams start to kind of, you know, leave you alone in the flat, but yet you're, you're not moving with me. Uh, you can lose a, a quarterback can lose confidence really quick uh, with a receiver or a back out of the backfield if you can't get the job done. We talked with Margin Hooks, former BYU receiver, yesterday on the show, Bowler, and he said he caught 180 some balls, something like that, and he remembers the three he dropped. Wow. He remembers the he was, three. He, uh, had, he had some hands. He did. Margin hooks. I remember I did a feature article on him way back in the day, and the photographer just took a picture of his hands. Big old mitts. Mitts. You know, Catcher's he, mitts. But he could, he could catch it. And uh, one other thing about that is that Kyle Whittingham, one of the reasons he values a mobile quarterback so much is because uh, him with his defensive mind, he thinks those are the quarterbacks that are most difficult to defend. And I would agree. That's why he favors it. And BYU in the past has had some trouble with those kinds of quarter. Well, I guess a lot of teams have, but BYU has struggled in that regard. And so Tyler Huntley will be big in that game, even if Zach Moss does run the ball quite a bit. Well, the thing is, too, how big of arm do both those quarterbacks have? And the escapability is the beautiful thing where you can buy some time to let that uh, receiver or tight end just get an extra break on the defender and get the ball to him. I don't think we're going to see a long ball game. I really don't. Next Thursday night, may be wrong, but that's the beauty of finding out in week one, you know, how stronger have you gotten, as you mentioned, the, the pounds that Huntley's put on especially, and can he stand up, uh, you know, to some of the beating that he takes because he's going to have to run the ball too. Yeah. Well, why don't you introduce our guest, uh, a man who I know well, I've known for a long time, and I, I think I trust him now. Do you? Yeah, at first I wasn't sure if I trusted him or not, but yeah, now, now you know. Now he's earned well, that respect. Dan, we want to apologize. We had Dan on just a little while ago. had a little audio problem here at uh, uh, Bullfrog Spas, the factory store, out at 146 South and 668 West. We got some swag, Dan, by the way, to give away. Uh, I see uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell, number 45, not his jersey per se, Gordo. So don't rush in thinking it's Donovan's jersey, but it's a it's a 
45 Jazz jersey and some hats and some other swag. So come on by. Dan, you've got some big sale going on right now. You told us earlier, and we're going to hear you this time, the biggest sale of the year. Yeah, absolutely. This Labor Day sale is one that uh, Utahns wait for. They, they, they know us. They know our brand. They, they know we've been manufacturing here for a long time. And, and Labor Day is a time that we kind of pull, we pull out all the stops when it comes to, to this promotion. So we were talking earlier as an example. We have a new model this year, the A9L. It's the largest, it's the largest hot tub we've ever manufactured. It's a 10-person spa, beautiful hot tub. And during this sale, savings of $5,000 off of MSRP, Plus, you'll get an additional $1,000 mail-in Labor Day rebate for a total of $6,000. So those are the types of, of savings we're talking about now through Labor Day at, at any of our factory stores. You know, actually, Gordon, I think, and, and Dan, you could run a belly play right there in that tub, like a, 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 a strong left, uh, you know, maybe off the, the five hole and, and run right through. I think you, Bowler, and all of your fans could fit in that thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, we can get uh, we get a few in there, that's for sure. You have those factory stores, spring. Springville, Orem, Bluffdale, Salt Lake, Layton, Logan, North Ogden. Also, tell me real quick about the tent sale. You've got a tent uh, up and running in the Provo Town Center Mall parking lot. And the sale ends on Labor Day. But uh, some folks can also right. hit the parking lot for a sale. That's right. Uh, offering all of these same uh, discounts and promotions at that uh, tent event in the Provo Town Center Mall parking lot. So look for the big yellow Bullfrog Spas tent there. So any factory store or the Provo Town Center uh, parking lot. And just a, just a great opportunity to as, as fall weather is coming. Football season and spa season coming here, and what a great time to be thinking about uh, as the weather's going to be getting cooler, a, a place for your family to hang out and enjoy the, the fall and winter weather. And I can vouch for that because I have a bullfrog spa. Got it, uh, I don't know, a few years before I met you, Dan, and uh, my family has loved it. Uh, I love it. it uh, it's why I have such a pleasant personality. You is, know? is that the secret? Well, yeah. I'm I mean, glad about, we can take think credit about for that. what I would be like if I didn't have the spa. It'd be a mess, right? Bullfrog Frog Spas, don't forget, peaceful body, Gordo. <laughs> peaceful mind, peaceful home. Sounds good to That's me. you in a nutshell. Yeah, I think I'm a walking embodiment. I'm you really are. Like. You are. Dan, thanks. We'll Thank talk you. to you throughout thanks the afternoon, here, and we'll be back on the big show. 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Rivalry game. Tensions running high. Davis is down by three with the ball. And I look over, and there's this dog kind of running around. And the dog takes the field. And not only does he take the field, he leaves something on the field. (laughs) And one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. They were running plays while the dog was on the field. The loudest cheers of the night were while this dog was going on the field. And he was like, ah, woo! Like, look at all this grass. And this was the greatest moment of And then he was lighter, you know. Oh, yeah, he ended up being a little lighter. Left a couple brownies on the 22-yard line. So I'm going to get the pooper scooper out here and let's get this thing underway. Tony Parks and Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. It's about time I get back to you. Welcome back in. It is the big show. We're here at Bullfrog Spas, and Bowler is in the house. 
And Bowler, you have some news there. Uh, what, what's going on? Well, how about this? I mean, is any any fan around the NBA surprised? This rumor has been floating and the talks have been underway, but it's official now. A non-guaranteed deal. Dwight Howard has taken a buyout with the Memphis Grizzlies and is back for his second run with the Los Angeles Lakers. After Boogie goes down with the with the uh, the yeah, knee, yeah. Uh, LeBron probably said we need a... I'm guessing LeBron's running this show. <laughs> of I mean, course he is. You know. So let's try to get Dwight back one more time. I didn't go well the first time, so let's try it again. It's either LeBron or it's Kurt Ramos' wife, one or the other. One or the other. But uh, I guess it might be easier for Dwight if Kobe's not involved. Maybe so this time. You know, it's Dwight, last time was look, a joke. Let's, that be, was... let's be honest. It, Dwight Howard, in my opinion, there was the time. Take the cape off, my yeah. man. Those days are done. I mean, yeah, he may be okay coming off the bench, or if he does start, I don't see him being that big of an impact player. But there was a day that he was a dominant guy. But now those days have, are, are, have, have bypassed Bowler, him. when he was in Orlando, did you not think that his career would be different than it turned out? Absolutely. Being? I think when you look back in history, it may be one of the big man disappointments. I mean, there were, I mean, and you'll say, hold on, Bowler, look, you know, all-stars, yeah. He was everywhere. He, he was a dominant guy. Uh, but then again, the argument would be this, too. How long do you expect bigs to really be at the highest of levels? I mean, well, you know, with, point guards have a little more longevity, right. but the bigs wear down. But they he, do, which is weird because you'd think a big, strong guy would be able to, you know, the bumps would just kind of be like mosquito bites. You well, know? they it bounced. Just, he, a lot of guys bounced off of him for those first seven years in the league. Yeah. But, man, he has not been the same guy. I yeah. mean, he's bounced around. I'm, I'm just wondering, too, what's he like in the locker room? It just seems like he hasn't fit anywhere he's gone since the days in Orlando. You think of uh, big men and their uh, the, the longevity. Uh, you know, when I think of uh, uh, Rudy, here's a guy who has a certain mentality that's different than Dwight Howard. And we're not all the same, but Rudy is just, like, super motivated. Focused. And he, yes. And with Dwight, that was Kobe's big complaint with yeah. him, wasn't it? He just sort of wandered a little bit. Well, remember, too, you know, you can get enamored, Gordo, with yourself and a persona of wearing capes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. You know, I mean, you know, Superman. He uh, was, man. I never saw a pair of shoulders like that before. You thought he could just bull his way straight through the league forever. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think, again, his first tenure, like you said, personalities have to mesh. And I'm not sure if his personality has changed. And I don't think LeBron will ever change. It may not. It may be a train wreck. Who knows? We'll find out. All right, let's jump back on and uh, say hello to Dan from uh, Bullfrog Spas. Dan, the Labor Day sale, we've talked about that. It's on its way. It's here. I want to ask you, though, about uh, Bullfrog Spas. And when people purchase one, bring them home, they may be concerned about, all right, I've got I to keep the water hot and running. Talk about energy efficiency. Yeah, it's a great question. And, and one of the more common questions that we're asked, people love the idea of a hot tub. Who doesn't like sitting in a hot tub, enjoying one with their family? But is it, is it going to be expensive to run? Is it going to be difficult to take care of? Those are some of the questions. And, and really what set us apart from 
from what we would call conventional hot tub brands for a long time. We, we, everything we do is a little bit different than, than the average hot tub out there, and that includes the way that we build these spas mm-hmm. and the energy efficiency that we get out of them. So when we do California Energy Commission testing, we lead the industry in, in energy efficiency, and it's a result of the differences in the engineering in our, in our product. And maintenance also is a big concern. I know you have that covered too. Yeah, absolutely. We have this a system that's part of our spas that's called uh, EOS, Advanced uh, Ozone System, and it greatly reduces the amount of of uh, time that it takes to care for the spa. And then uh, that, in con- conjunction with a, a really neat system we have called Addies, that is the sanitizer. I mean. Gordon, can Gordon, Gordon handle it? Gordon, I'm sh- I'm sh- I'm gonna guess that you're not the one at no, your house that Lisa. is responsible for this. But but have you ever heard any complaining? <laughs> I, I, I have not actually. And Lisa uh, handles and, it all. And it, I, I kind of figured that a lot. Yeah, I yeah, figured that, that out a lot of years Jazz ago. Jazz Nation knows that. Radio <laughs> listeners know that. <laughs> she says it's a dream. You know and what it, Gordon does? All he cares about Dan is this: is the tub ready? That's right. <laughs> and he hops in. You know, I would like to dispute that. <laughs> You'd like to, but, but I you can't. Uh, guilty as charged. <laughs> you know what's great about that part love it. now is is you can you can answer that question with your phone because all of these have the capability of being connected to the internet, and you can tell your phone to have that tub ready. When oh, you get that's home. awesome. That yeah, that. I did not Maybe know it that. is time to upgrade, Gordon. <laughs> you know, Gordon, maybe you may want to stay after the show and I talk to Dan. I mean, new one Absolutely. Now, you know? I'd hey, love the one I have. We are at Bullfrog Spas, uh, the factory. Uh, this is where it's made. Uh, it's all made right here in Utah, 146 South, uh, 668 West. We have Jazz Swag. Come on by. We'd love to see you. Uh, Dan, thank you. We'll talk to you in the next hour. And coming up uh, in the 4 o'clock hour, uh, we're going to talk to one of the great tight ends in BYU history, Chad Lewis. That's next on the big show, 12 of the zone. Stay tuned.